Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yeah, welcome into a Saturday Checkdown episode here. Just a quick little hit, a little snack for you on this Saturday on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented in part by our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the National Football League and of us here for at least another year. Thank you to TCL for supporting us at Score North, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL and learn more at TCL.com. So we have fielded a ton of questions and comments about the tenuous quarterback situation. There's a lot of speculation. The Vikings may draft a replacement for Kirk Cousins. There's been all sorts of steam and reports credibly that they've been talking in the last couple months with San Francisco about Kirk Cousins, Trey Lance. There's all sorts of stuff out there. So I figure we get a little wonky here on this checkdown episode because there's also some commentary that it's impossible, the cap ramifications, you can't even pull off a Cousins trade or a Daniil Hunter trade, right? So if you guys are down for it, I'd love to just dive into what is and isn't possible and when it may or may not happen when it comes to the trades of Kirk Cousins and Daniil Hunter. Sounds like reckless speculation to me. It's reckless cap speculation. Reckless like Dr. Strange. I know you're not a Marvel guy, but this is kind of like Dr. Strange. You're kind of you're kind of pulling the time strings here to how you want to okay. make them. This is very uh you're 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 time you're time shifting, yeah. if you will. I like this. That sounds yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> time shifting. <laughs> time shifting, yeah. On Saturday checkdown. So because I've seen I've seen a bunch of people, you know, the, well, you know, based on the the cap hits, there's no way you could trade Kirk. Before June first, so June first in the NFL is a it's a dividing line for where your cap gets spread. If you trade a player before or cut a player before June first, you eat more cap for the upcoming 2023 season. If you wait until after June first, right. you spread cap out into the following season. And just quickly as well, too, for anyone who says that is not possible, you guys on Score North are making it up. Aaron Rodgers is expected to be traded to the, the Jets still. Look at what the ramifications of that are. Oh, God, yeah. like they're But they're enormous, and Good that point. trade's expected to go through. So, like, you can't dismiss anything. If Aaron Rodgers, if that trade is consummated, nothing is impossible, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nothing. 
Kevin Garnett comes in. Everything it's is possible. possible. There's Judd just screaming it. <laughs> Fourth quarter. <laughs> so, okay, if you were to do a Kirk Cousins trade pre-June 1st or pre-draft, let's let's say, I think if you don't do it before the draft, at that point you would just wait a month because now you know there's the reason why you would want to do it pre-June 1st is to get, let's say you wanted one of the 15 different third-round picks the Niners seemingly have this year. Right, so if it doesn't happen pre-draft, it'll probably just naturally happen after June first. But if you traded Kirk pre-June first or pre-draft, the Vikings would incur a thirty-eight million dollar cap hit for two thousand twenty-three, which would be up from the current twenty million dollar cap hit they're on the hook for now. So the reason why that happens is the void years, like the dead money that's in the future void years, would all just like you pay you'd pay the piper on that accounting number in 2023 if that happens a pre-june 1st kirk trade and you eat the 38 million dollars in cap in 2023 you'd have no remaining money on the books beyond 2023 for kirk so you would just be done with it you'd rip the bandit off you'd eat the cap you'd be done with it but it would put the vikings 17 million dollars over the cap Yep. So if they wanted to make that trade right now and Kirk was saying, yep, I'll go to San Francisco, I'll go meet up with Kyle Shanahan, you'd have to then immediately find a way to clear $17 million off your books for this year. A Brian O'Neill restructure gets you like over halfway, but you'd have to then have plans for Zadarius or Daniil or a Hawkinson restructure. You'd have to have dominoes ready to fall immediately. The, uh, uh, the, the Niners side of this, by the way, they would get Cousins for the $10 million base salary. So don't let anyone tell you, well, the Niners don't have room for Kirk Cousins because he, you know, he makes $35 million a year, average annual value, or 40 Well, The Niners would only take on the $10 million in base because the Vikings have paid for everything else. The Vikings have already ran their credit card. They, gave him, a, they him gave him a bonus. They're going to pick yep. him up at Target. He's all paid for. <laughs> so it's actually easy for the Niners, and they could even lower that number more if they extended him, right? So he's already got, I mean, the guy already has a $20 million bonus in his pocket for this year. So he's fine. Yep. So that's pre June 1st. It would be a huge cap speed bump and hiccup. You'd have to swallow and find a way to clear 17 million to make it work. If you waited until after June 1st to trade Kirk cousins, the Vikings would only incur a $10 million cap hit for 2023. It's 20 right now. It would only be 10 if you waited until June 1st. But they'd still be on the hook for twenty-eight million in dead money on the books in two thousand twenty-four, mm-hmm. and the Niners in both cases would still just have to pay Kirk's ten million dollar base. So it's kind of like what would, personally, I would actually rather just trade him before June first or before the draft. Just get the show on the road, find a way through some restructures to get under the the seventeen million you'd have to clear out. And then have wide open books at that position for 2024, 25, 26. So I think what we're ta- talking about, though, comes down to, to this again. With the Vikings, I don't think having a clear cut plan, I think the Vikings have a bunch of plans. Um, I think you only trade Kirk if you're convinced that you're going to also trade up in the draft and get, get a guy who has to start opening day. Um, starting with Hendon Hooker, that's not the case, okay? So in my opinion, they probably aren't going to trade Kirk, and Kirk is going to start in 2020, um, 2023 while they develop a quarterback potentially behind him. Mm-hmm. But to get back to your point about 
the Band-Aid being ripped off immediately here, and there's certainly being financial pain and a ton of it. First of all, if you incur that, it's done. So, like, you incur it and it's done. The other thing is, and what's sort of a tip-off to the potential strategy of this team if Kirk is traded is, you know, they accelerated, somewhat surprisingly, Thielen's entire salary cap hit by cutting him back in March. So there is a, as much as fans are going to bristle about this, if they've decided that they're going to go in a different direction at quarterback, there is a chance that they are basically saying, you know what? We took a shot in 2022. We won 13 games, won a division, and went out in the first round. We're probably not going to win a Super Bowl, just being frank about it, in 2023. So let's accelerate the cap hit and hurt right now and accept that. But in, in the case of Kirk, what I'm what I'm thinking of is he's going to play here. He's not going to be traded. But that's not going to stop them one bit from developing or having a quarterback plan behind him very soon. Yeah, I just, there's, like you said about the Thielen contract, they literally just said, well, let's just, let's just eat this one and be done with it after 2023. There, there, and let's get, this is probably a good segue to the, uh, the uh, Daniil Hunter trade ramifications too, because what are they willing to do and not is sort of the question here. How much are they willing to eat cap penalties to get draft capital? Okay. So, a pre-June 1st Daniil Hunter trade. Again, he he skipped the voluntary workout, which is not super uncommon. It happens. Um, but it but it is a sign that, yeah, he's going to need a new contract before he goes in and, like, risks pulling a bicep muscle off the bone doing bench press at the Vikings facility, right? The guy probably wants a contract. Tears his pectoral muscle or something. Ow! Yeah. So... Uh, the Vikings in a pre-June 1st trade of Daniil Hunter would incur a $19 million cap hit for 2023, up from the $13 million he's currently on the books for. But they would have $0 remaining on the books for Daniil beyond 2023. That's that, And that would be the key, that you would get draft capital and cap flexibility, and you'd probably go draft a young edge rusher this year. Uh, the team acquiring Daniil Hunter would be on the hook only for his $4.9 million base plus the extension. You'd have to right. come, come to a deal on an extension. <laughs> Correct. Uh, this transaction would put the Vikings $4 million over the cap. So, yes, like, and I've seen some stuff out there. It would actually be more expensive to trade wow. Daniil Hunter. Yes, it would be, but it wouldn't be a deal breaker. You'd go for, If you traded Daniil before June 1st, his cap hit goes from 13 to 19. But you'd be getting presumably a couple of second round picks, or like you'd be getting enough draft capital to make it worth your while. Correct. If you were willing to eat it on Thielen for no draft capital, you would eat it on Daniel Hunter for some good draft capital. Mm-hmm. If you did a post June first trade of Daniel Hunter for 2024 draft picks, the Vikings would occur uh, incur a 7.6 million dollar hit for this year instead of 13 million, mm-hmm. but they'd be on the hook for 11 million in dead cap in 2024. So it's just kind of, do you want to rip the Band-Aid off now? Can you get something done in the next week? Or do you sort of play it out into June, July, training camp, et cetera? This is the one, to me, that is far more logical as far as a draft trade goes, okay? First of all... For pre-June 1st. Yes, yes. I'm saying this is the one. I don't think that Kirk gets traded, period. And I definitely don't think that he gets traded next weekend at some point on Daniil 
I think that we should be on red alert because of what you just said. One is, yeah, it hurts cap-wise, but you're already in cap problems. And what you just explained is not going to stop you from getting a first-round pick. If you get a first-round pick, you're not going to say, but the cap ramifications are far too much. So, and, and I do believe that, I think Daniel Hunter might be one of the few guys on this roster that can get you a really high draft pick, right? Like that, that you would trade. Um, and so what you just went through to me makes a ton of sense. The other thing about this, and the reason why I think there's a chance he gets traded, and this might sound goofy, but it's not meant to, it's been too quiet for the most part. It's been too quiet. It's almost like they said, dude, we'll get this done. Not with you here. See, I think I think what we've been talking about, I think we've been sniffing around the right storyline here, which is I don't think he necessarily fits the age profile. I agree. Because he's going to want a multi-year contract. Mm-hmm. And so are you going to get him to 32? Oh, yeah, we'll take you to your 32. Like, Kirk, Kirk is going to, not to sound harsh, he's going to take care of himself as far as his future here. It's just going to be done. But Daniil can bring you something back. Daniil's going to want, and probably deserves, just to be very, very clear here, still a very productive player, probably deserves a multi-year, very rich, and as we have talked about right now when it comes to guys that rush the quarterback, he ain't rich. He's rich compared to us, but he, he ain't rich compared to that list. Yeah. Um, I really think that the more you put the pieces of this one together, there is a very good chance, and again, from a guy like Quazy, thinking like he does, that it makes a ton of sense that you brought in Davenport, you're sort you're sort of holding Zadarius hostage because of this, which just to be very clear, I'm fine with. But to your point, Phil, you also could draft one. So I think this one actually tracks as a very good chance of happening by the weekend. So if you if you did this in the next week with the Hunter again, even though he's not on your roster, his cap penalty for your 2023 books would go from 13 million up to 19. You'd be paying 19 million dollars. For him to not be on your team, but you but you would get a second round pick or something, right? You'd have to you'd have to essentially make it so that, yep, we're willing to do that because we're getting this. I think Khalil Mack was a second and fifth, right? You guys, yeah. I think that's so I, right. I and, and I think he is a very much an equivalent to that that mm-hmm. Khalil Mack trade to the Chargers. And then you would immediately so you'd be four million over the cap. Mm-hmm. You would then have to go to you'd have to have something ready for Hawkinson, like a long term deal that lowers his cap hit, or you can just pull the trigger. They've been waiting to pull the trigger on the Brian O'Neill restructure. They, they have Brian O'Neill under contract for like four more years or something, and they can shuffle money around basically because he's under contract for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. It just feels a little quiet in Vikingsville here. There's been a lot of steam. They've been having conversations with the Niners. You know, there's there's two or three teams that would probably love to have Daniil Hunter as a final piece to a defense. Jaguars, right? There's teams out there that would definitely make a trade for Hunter. And it sounds crazy because I know he's really good and he's still technically in his prime. But every other move they've made this offseason has been to go from guys who are like 30 to guys who are like 25 to fit the Justin Jefferson, Christian Derrissaw, TJ Hawkinson. And we now know. And we now know, because we, we talked about this and we speculated and we didn't know, but we now do, why the pre-draft press conference was held last week. They, so they, they want to keep an, it quiet. Answer all they these questions. To, yeah. it, it's smart. They wanted to keep this quiet. Mm-hmm. Because the more noise and animosity that surfaces, the more that their bargaining position goes down, 
Because it's like, well, he wants out then. You know, we're not going to give you this. But the more you just keep this focused, quiet, and professional, which that press conference did, the more it makes sense. I saw Gary Davenport of Bleacher Report. I don't know who Gary is, but he projected contracts for, you know, seven players remaining in free agency. Or, or in, in the offseason, I should say. So guys that could be extended, not necessarily free agents, guys who can get next big paydays. And Daniil Hunter was on that list. Goes into the whole thing we've been talking about with his current contract and his holdouts. He projected Daniil to get a four-year, $92 million deal with 57 and a half in guaranteed money. So that's basically, it's a, it's a four-year deal, but it's basically a two-year guaranteed deal as one of the highest-paid edge rushers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that the guarantees would take him until he's about 30 years old. So that's a great nugget. Is Daniil Hunter more valuable at that price to the Vikings over the next two or three years? Or is he more valuable as a trade chip that can get you a 21 or 22-year-old edge rusher in the second round or first round? And now you've got guys who are more aligned with the core pillars that are 24, 25 years old on this team. In Quaze's world, there's no question about that. Like, there's there's no question. It's door mm-hmm. it's door two. Yeah. Like, there's no like if, if you are if you are the Vikings, one, you're an offensive team. Two, you're resetting, which you need to do. Daniel, my first like as a person that watches the team, my first option would not be to jettison him, but if you like get inside their head and think how they think. Like you're talking about cashing out a stock right now that would be pretty damn high. Yeah, and but they, and, they, but they, they need to do more of that. Well, I was going to say, and Phil, here's my guess. My guess is that Quazy was not a huge fan of not cashing out on stocks a year ago, but was Correct. told we're not doing that now. So now he's going to say, okay, guys, we played it your way, you know, but we had to, and it's it's a great point because if you think if you think about this, you had to release Thielen with no gain and all pain. Because of that strategy, which yes. there's no way a guy who comes from Wall Street was like, yeah, let's have all pain and no gain. No it's way. like it's like selling. Yeah, it's like when crypto hit the yes. hit the bricks about a year ago. And now you're going to sell off your crypto after it tanked 70 percent or whatever. Right. No, Quasi, my, my Ethereum dropped 80 percent value. Now I'm going to sell it. Well, that's dumb. Quasi was the beneficiary of Rick Spielman's terrible investment account. OK, he was the he was he was the beneficiary here. Now he's selling off. The, the bad assets and reallocating that money into new assets that can bring you better value because the other assets that you were investing in stunk. They're now bad but assets. De, but Daniil, Daniil is where you want to sell a stock. That one, that right? one you it want to sell. Com, it hasn't That's come down yet. Correct. You're getting out before, and, but you know it's not going to go up anymore. You want to get out before it bottoms out. But if you are going to sell too, you quiet things by making it clear to his camp that you're, working on that right but then it doesn't get out publicly it doesn't yeah. like like we have always had i, I want to say that hunter didn't show up for the um non-mandatory portion of the off-season workouts in 2021 too and he got a contract he got his well he didn't get a contract he got his contract reworked and got more up front right before minicamp started well this time there's been nothing mm-hmm. and i think that that's a a result of probably very quiet conversations of we're going to deal with this. We're going to trade him. And personally, I, I think the move there is say, you know what? Work out a contract. So, yeah. like, if you go to the Jaguars, work out the contract there. Yeah. Judd, tell the audience uh, if they're looking to buy stock on something that can help them lose a lot of weight, 
Livia is the one to, you can't like literally buy a Livia stock, but figuratively (laughs) you can buy a Livia stock. Absolutely. And the most important thing about that is you're buying stock in yourself, in your health, in your well-being, in your looks. We're talking about a a program with um, with nutritionists, with dietitians who are going to help you not only drop the weight, which they help me do, but they're going to help you keep that weight off. Imagine, so if you're a Vikings fan, think of it this way. Imagine that your weight is veteran players and you're looking for Look a that guy on the left. left yeah, the veteran on the left was yeah. looking for for or the guy on the left was looking for a way to trim veteran players to become the guy on the right and darn it it worked. So we're talking about trimming contracts, trimming salary cap, but let's call that fat instead. And now you're a lean mean fighting machine for summer. And here's the best part too. Have I got a deal for you? The first 3 months receive them for free. That's right, Livia the first three months are going to be free. So you're going to drop all that weight at a very reasonable salary cap hit. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Get rid of that veteran weight today and bring in a new you for summer, livia.com. Also, uh, next Thursday, we're just days away from the draft party, the second annual Surly Park Tavern draft party. First time at Park Tavern, by the way, and we are looking forward to meeting as many of you as possible. 6 o'clock start time, night one of the draft on Thursday, no cover charge. 7 o'clock, Purple Daily goes live on the YouTube channel for the world to see us react to whatever is going to happen. So this is going to be a blast. If it's anything like last year's vibe, it's going to be crazy. So come on out, bring your friends, drink some Surly's, drink some Before I Dies, and join us for a celebration. Yep. All right, boys, there's your check down episode here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. And uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow for a Ventline episode with Dex and the main show back on Monday for Draft Week.